Welcome to Rebel Radio, the place to be for emerging entrepreneurs who are hungry for impact and doing business their own way. I'm Cindy Van Arnhem, your rebellious leader for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to unlock their limitless potential through the power of self-mastery. The key to claiming your potential, trusting your wisdom, and creating infinite possibility in your world. Welcome back to Rebel Radio. I'm so excited for today's conversation with Caitlin, a dear friend of mine who I met several years ago at Shine Live. And now here we are again on Rebel Radio. Welcome, Caitlin, to the show. Thank you so much. I know it's so fun to reconnect in this way. I was Absolutely. actually just thinking about Shine, which is like pretty much exactly just over three years ago, right? I can't yes. believe that. <laughs> How time flies, right? It does. It yeah. does. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about who Caitlin is, what you do. Tell us who you are. Well, yeah, great question. Um, so I'm originally from Canada, and that's also part of why it was, it, it was exciting for me to go to that event in Canada where we met a few years ago, because I actually live in the south of Mexico. I've lived here for nine years, and I've worked internationally for, I've lived internationally for more than 15 years. So it was fun to go back to an event on my home turf after spending time and working online, really, too. So I worked internationally, and then I've been working online. And... Um, where do I start about me? I run a program called Redefining Sobriety, as you can see next to my name, which has been an evolution of my own personal and also professional journey to support women who struggle with alcohol, predominantly women, although the community is expanding now, which is great. Mm -hmm. And um, and really it comes from, as I said, my own personal journey. And at the time when I was really struggling with my alcohol use, there weren't a lot of resources out there. Now there are a lot more, which is amazing. If you go onto Instagram and you know, hashtag sober, sober life, sober curious, sober coach, there's like a million different options, which is amazing. At the time, six, seven years, seven, eight years ago now, there really weren't. So I sought to create something that I felt like I needed. Um, and something that ultimately has been a lot more based in something called harm reduction. And for those of you that might not be familiar with that term, harm reduction, is uh, it was actually my my profession for a number of years, which is a kind of like a policy and also resource based approach to supporting people who struggle with drugs predominantly. And it's the idea that every single person deserves the right to receive treatment, information, support, care, health services, whatever it is, anywhere along the spectrum. So if that means that you want to be abstinent and seek an abstinence-based treatment or recovery program, great. If you're still using and what you need in that moment is a clean needle, great. You know, we, we meet you where you're at every step of the way. And there, it's a very, an approach that really just like honors the human being and, um, and their fundamental right to, to health and happiness. Um, whatever is going on in their lives. And so I realized that after kind of 10 years in that career and then switching gears and going into health coaching and then finding kind of my, my own way through healing my relationship to alcohol, that a lot of that professional experience that I had in harm reduction has really, like it permeates everything that I do with redefining sobriety, which is basically, you know, each person gets to define their own path, which I think is... Um, it's a beautiful thing. It's also an interesting thing when you run group programs, you know, like how do you really honor each individual within within a group? 
Um, but I love it and it keeps me on my toes also and keeps me learning. And, you know, I just love people and people fascinate me, you know, and I, I, I feel, you know, it, it, it's a really beautiful thing, I think, to be able to just meet people. Absolutely. Oh, I love yeah. that. And this is such important work in the world to just honor human beings. I think in whatever faith, whatever fashion, however we work with people is to just be able to honor them. And I love that. So thank you yeah. for doing good work in the world. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so um, before we got on the show, I shared some numerology with you. You did. What was one of your biggest takeaways that you received from me sharing that with you? So I think the so I'm ruling number nine, I just learned. And I think for me that, you know, it's so fascinating because I knew that we were going to be talking about my work and what I do with redefining sobriety. And what you said about me being a mirror for all of the other numbers and basically a, refre a reflection for all other humans makes so much sense to me because that's what I do in my program. And that's, you know, it really is. And sometimes people say like, you will say it to me, like, how do you do that? You know, like, how do you honor each person? How do you say everybody is really welcome here, but like actually mean it, you know? Because I think sometimes we hear that, but then our own unconscious biases or our judgments or our frustrations, you know, and, you know, um, especially, you know, if, if you see people kind of repeating certain patterns or habits or falling back into old, like, I don't really like using the word relapse, but, you know, um, you know, so it was that one for just right. That was one of the first things you said to me, but it was so profound because I, I think that that's really is really how I show up in work, but also interesting timing. Yesterday was my birthday. And like, when you look at like the group of people that came to celebrate my birthday, I was like, there's like, a, like so many different people who are my <laughs> friends. And it's so funny because it kind of feels like that as well. You know, like mm -hmm. I don't have a type. Right. I have a type romantically. I don't have a type like I've dated people across all genders and sexualities. And um, so it's like it's really I'm still processing because you just shared this with me. But I'm like, wow, this is definitely really relevant in my work and also really relevant in my friendships and also really relevant in my relationships. So very interesting. Love it. Love it so much. That's why I love numerology because it always kind of opens up a new perspective for everybody that I share it with. So yeah, yeah that's awesome. So uh, what does self-mastery mean to you? I feel like this is such a subjective subject. It's like define success. Mm. <laughs> what does self-mastery mean to you? Mm, that's such a good question. So I, you know, for me, I feel like we and especially those of us that are raised female, um, we, from a young age, learn to not trust ourselves. We, we, and I think our school system in general does that. However, we, we as a society often like prioritize boys in different ways. And so I think for those of us that are raised female, we learn to look outside of ourselves for approval we learn to look outside of ourselves for our sense of okayness. Um, we learn to to um, be of service to others, which is also a beautiful thing. But we really get validated for that. And um, and I think for many of us as as adults, is this this then this process of sort of coming back home into ourselves and and really understanding what you know what 
is our truth and what we want to be spending our time doing and, and how to praise even appraise ourselves. And to me, those are, that's what self-mastery, it, it really requires first and foremost for us to even understand what it is that we want, what we desire. Um, we might be easier at identifying what we don't want sometimes, what doesn't feel good. And, and then from there, also being able to really support and celebrate ourselves through whatever it is, our learning, our mastery, our, the way we show up. And um, so for me, I really see it as, as this um, celebration of self in a way that comes from within, not from what you think of me, not from what society or my teachers tell me that I need to be, or that coach tells me, you know, but really, really being able to check in with ourselves. And then as we take the baby steps into this sort of becoming, then also, also um, like have the tools to really encourage ourselves through that, if that makes sense. Absolutely, absolutely. And I love that you're bringing that back to self. It's, mm-hmm. we, we know our own truth and we can't find that truth outside of ourselves. So I think that's so important. So mm-hmm. love that definition, it's excellent. So here at Rebel Radio, we are passionate about activating wealth. And here's another mm-hmm. word that has a lot of different meanings. Mm-hmm. So what does wealth mean to you? So I love, like, because I also, you know, I'm like redefining sobriety. So I'm also all about redefining everything. I'm going to say this now, you know, if somebody beats me to it, then it's because I've been procrastinating. So fine, take my idea if you want to start redefining everything podcast. But um, because I've been sitting on it for too long. So maybe this will light the fire under my ass to get it yeah. done. Um, but, you know, I'm all about, so I feel like also we have all of these different ideas of, what is success? You know, a lot of my clients really struggle with that too, is, you know, I'm not as successful as I think I should be in this aspect. And, you know, financial wealth is, is, is sometimes a big part of that, you know, and, and to really feel like we can redefine whatever it is that we can redefine success, that we can redefine wealth for whatever it needs to mean for us. And however we want to, define abundance or, um, you know, and, you know, and you said something to me also where something about in when you were doing my numerology, where you were talking about releasing attachment to the outcome, but also in terms of giving and receiving and, and, you know, and I think our wealth can come so much for, you know, in other ways, like relationships, like, you know, these kinds of connections, you know, um, in, in other kinds of gifts that we might receive. And so for me, and I think that's been a really important one for me to realize because there's been times where I have gone into comparison around financial wealth and worth, you know, my worth and worthiness tied up in that and, and what I think I should be making based on what other people are, you know, and, and, and then, you know, it came up for me really big a couple of years ago. Uh, and then I realized I'm like, I launched my business, which was really, um, again, in a, in an, in an area that was kind of, it was really new at the time. I was new to online business. I was living in Southern Mexico. I also got pregnant at the same time that I launched my business and I had a high risk pregnancy and then my daughter was born premature. All of, you know, And so a couple of years into that, I was being really hard on myself that I wasn't 
farther, like it wasn't where I thought I should be. And it was, it was really important for me to take a step back and say, okay, wait, you know, maybe I don't have X amount of dollars in the bank right now, you know, but how am I wealthy in other ways, in other aspects of my life? You know, how am I wealthy in relationships? How am I wealthy in people that have shown me an enormous amount of support, you know, in community, in, in, oh, I, you know, I'm in kind of crisis and I need a place to stay, you know, offering me a place to stay. And so, and, and since then, I've really seen a big shift also in then I receive more because I'm noticing it and I'm grateful for it and I'm paying attention to it. Yeah. And so then more of that shows up for me because the universe is like, okay, well, obviously you're ready to receive this. You're noticing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so here's more, more different kinds of wealth, you know, um, so Oh, I feel like that was a bit wordy, but hopefully. No, I love that because it's wealth is defined in so many different ways. And we, a lot of people are triggered by that word because we say wealth and we automatically go to Ferraris and mansions, right? But it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. And I think that we need to define what it is for ourselves Mm -hmm. again, from within Mm -hmm. and then move that out and notice it and notice the synchronicities showing up in your world. I Mm -hmm. love that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I was talking about it with a friend the other day. It was actually really funny. Speaking of synchronicities, like she was just like jogging by as I was getting to my car right beneath my office here. And and, I, and she asked me about how I found my recent place that I moved into. And every single time I've had to move, which has been, I've moved four times in the past three and a half years, which is not my favorite. And I definitely have learned to like put building not going to be for sale on the top of my kind of manifestation list because that's what <laughs> happened to me. But every single time I've realized that when I've really been in faith and trust and belief that my networks and people who care about me and things will align. And so that's a way I've realized that I'm really like, I've been wealthy in receiving these amazing referrals into really cool places that are really affordable that have, you know, especially right now where I live in, in Southern Mexico, the, you know, the rental market is kind of exploding right now. Um, and it's been harder and harder to find a certain range of, uh, with Airbnb and things like that. Like it's been hard to find a certain price range. And so she was saying, you know, she'd noticed that she's like, how have you found your places? And I was kind of, describing that that there's been this moment of letting go of not like writing down what I want and then taking a step back and not like obsessively checking the rental listings and things like that and I was describing that to her I was because she's also she's she's also Canadian she but she's lived here for I think around the same amount of time as I had eight or nine years and I said look you know so many people and there's so many people that care about you and there's so many people that want you to find the most amazing place because she's going to have to move soon I was like Focus on that, yeah. you know, focus on the fact that there's a lot of people here who love you, who care about you, and that things are going to align. They will. There's no other way for it to happen. And when you know that, then, you know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> absolutely. I think that's funny, the synchronicity, because I actually just had yeah. a similar experience where I found my dream apartment in less than a week without looking at the classifieds. So there you, there go. you go. Same story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. So what is one truth as an entrepreneur that you wish all entrepreneurs knew? <sighs> yeah, just one. Just one. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I think there's infinite possibilities. Mm-hmm. You know, that really, if you can think it or dream it, 
or stay open to even being surprised by what might come up that really is one of the most beautiful things that we have the opportunity now with the internet, with being online entrepreneurs, but even if you're not an online entrepreneur, you know, that really with the world as the way it's evolved, that there is, there really is space for everyone. Um, I believe that, you know, and, and especially now too, with a lot of the shifting, um, very, very necessary political um, movements and movements around, you know, around Black Lives Matter, around, you know, Minority Lives Matter, around really making um, more space for queer voices, for example, and like more kind of traditionally, I don't, I'm not tr like doing air quotes because I don't believe it. I, I don't know why I did air quotes actually, but like people who've been really marginalized, I like the word traditionally, I don't like that word, but um, people have been really marginalized. Um, like I was just looking on this website uh, that somebody recommended me called um, Intentionalist. And it is a website for supporting traditionally kind of underserved or minority businesses. And, um, and I, I love that. Like, I just think that that is so amazing right now and that we're really celebrating. And like, I've, I've been a part of a few events recently where there was a huge focus on, on um, you know, celebrating and honoring black owned businesses and, and, you know, really actually within the events, you know, buying prizes and things like that to support these businesses. So I think that now more than ever with this sort of combination of that awareness and also with the technology that we have and things keep evolving and, you know, the, in this online space that really, it sounds so cliche, but I really do believe that, that there's space for you, you know, and um, and if you doubt that, then try to surround yourself with people who will help you see what's possible. That's not to say that you're going to have all of the answers or everything you're going to launch is going to work the first time around. Like there's definitely still learning involved, always. <laughs> but, always. But there's so much more diversity now and there's so much more recognition and desire for different voices in this space, for different interests, for different skills. Like now there's so many, you know, so much has gone online recently, you know, and, and people are really, I think, even people that were more resistant to it before are acknowledging that you can, you know, there's these really creative movements happening online too of, you know, how do we keep evolving? And so I think that I would want everybody to know, every entrepreneur to know that, you know, your special unique thing is, um, is needed. It really is, you know, it really, really is. Absolutely. Oh, mm -hmm. I love that so much. Everybody's included. We all get to play. <laughs> yes, please. yes right. please. because also the space has been dominated by like, you know, the like bro marketers and a certain kind of like, you know, image of a female wellness yogi coach, you know, <laughs> like we know what those people look like. We've kind of been oversaturated with them. And mm -hmm. I know that along the way, like I've fallen into that sometimes like I, I'm not that, you know, or I like, you know, I, I go into that comparison or lack you know, um, and so I love now that there, there is hopefully going to be this continual, continual, 
continued kind of movement towards celebration of more diversity, more unique, like the more unique you are, the better now. I feel like, you know, like, great, bring us your, your rebel, bring us your, you know, like outside of the status quo approach, you know, because we haven't, we, we haven't heard from you probably nearly enough and and we want to more please yes more, exactly. <laughs> so what's one thing here we go with the one thing questions oh. again what's one thing that you're a reflection of all humans cindy <laughs> i can't do just one exactly. <laughs> what's one thing you've discovered about yourself on your journey that has helped you to grow <sighs> I think it really relates to my answer to the last question, um, but I think it is really understanding, you know, like for me, for example, there's a lot of different things that I like to do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I felt like I needed to pick just one. And maybe I have sometimes needed to prioritize in order to make money or to get better at a certain thing online or not spread myself too thin as I've been figuring out my business. You know, but since I since I launched and I really became an entrepreneur working for myself six and a half years ago, um, what I've really learned over the years is that if something you and you and I were just talking about this before we started recording, when you do what you love and you really honor what you love, even if it doesn't make sense right away, mm-hmm. um, that that that's really important yeah. because that is you know, going back to the self-mastery also question and the wealth question I mean, is also related, right? Is so it's like, that's you being true to you. And that's um, you just saying, you know what? Well, maybe that person didn't do it that way, but, but that's okay. Or like, you know, these people that I thought or how I thought I needed to be in order to be successful, but I'm really honoring myself and I'm gonna have fun along the way and I'm gonna enjoy this a lot more along the way. I'm gonna receive probably a lot more along the way in different ways because I'm enjoying myself and honoring myself. And so if that means, you know, that I start dancing in all of my videos, you know, maybe some people might think that that's weird and they're gonna unsubscribe, but other people are gonna love me more for it, you know? the more I've shared about different parts of myself along the way um, and become a more whole person, um, the happier I am, certainly. Mm-hmm. And the more I, um, the more I really form relationships that are not just uh, like, uh, you know, relationship in terms of, oh, future clients or building community, but actually have become friendships, you know, and people that I really, you know, and and that come into my space now in different ways too. Um, you know, I, I was listening to um, this woman speak at this online conference a couple of weeks ago, Laura Belgray. I don't know if you know who she is, but she's a she's really cool. Laura Belgray, look her up. She, her business is called Talking Shrimp. And she's a, a writing coach and a copywriter, but she's also just a very prolific speaker. And she was talking about how it's better to be well-known than widely known. And we've had this focus on widely known, you know, how many followers, how many subscribers, how many likes, level, you know, all that stuff. And and then she, and she was talking about how when you're well-known, people, that's how people learn to love you, you know, because they actually know you. Yes. Um, you know, not just like a, like 10,000 people who like 
like your pictures or something, you know, but like the, you know, maybe it's fewer, as you said, better to be well-known than widely known. Mm -hmm. um, but those people, even, you know, there might be fewer of them, but those people are going to really, like really start to care about you. And, and that's one thing that's been really cool. Like I moved from online and I really missed people. <laughs> and so I started hosting retreats and I started hosting different kinds of retreats and partnering with different people and, 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 and like not being in my niche mm -hmm. um, all of the time, but because like, I don't live inside of my niche all of the time, right? Like I am a person who, yes, redefining sobriety has been a big part of my life, but there's other things like my sexuality or just like adventure or travel or dancing, you know, that are also important parts of me that I need to honor just for myself first and foremost. But then, as I said, they bring different kinds of people and collaborations and, and um, so that's, is that a one thing? I don't <laughs> it's okay. I'm not going to limit you. You're not going to like t turn off the, my microphone. You're fired. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm like how people like with the debate, the, pre the presidential debate in the United States and with them, well, they were talking afterwards that they should have just like been able to turn off the microphones because people couldn't keep it to two minutes. You're not, not going to do that. I'm going to do that at Rebel Radio. <laughs> I love it. Caitlin, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. And as always, we end the show with one last question. What do you dream of for the world? Ooh. You know, this might sound weird, but right now I feel like it's such a strange time in our world. Uh, in so many ways, with the pandemic, with politics, with um, a, a lot of uh, divisiveness. And I feel like we have all grown up and in so many ways, we, we focused on these external markers of success and we don't understand basic things like how stress impacts our, ourselves first and foremost and each other and we're seeing people act out like we're seeing people with their central nervous systems like deregulated all of the time and in fight flight or fight like so many people are just in that mode right now um fight flight freeze um <laughs> sorry and i think that's what came to me. I didn't expect to say that, but that's what came to me right now is like, I just want us all to be able to like take care of each other's central nervous systems yeah, and understand, like imagine if this, all of this crazy that's happening right now helped us shift towards a place where we actually understood our physiology, our, um, our brain chemistry, like our brain science, where we actually started talking about these things more like, hey, and we'll remember back to a time where we'll be like, remember that time when everybody was going batshit crazy? You know, remember that time when you like were getting into fight and people were getting into fights online and going into all these like crazy theories and, and, you know, and like politics was like, even like it just, we were so divided. Like, you know, remember when we didn't understand these things about how our brains work, you know, and like what we really needed in terms of like taking care of each other? Because I'm so grateful for my friends who are like, remind me to breathe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, who like, 
hey, Caitlin, like you sound like you're like running a marathon right now, you know, like, did, like, you know, or like who know how to gently help me. And I used to be so resistant to this, like who know how to help me gently remember, like, have you taken a break recently? Like, where are you at? Like checking in, how's your heart? You know, how's your, how are you doing? Like, how much sleep are you getting? You know, like these things that we, we, we like for, and for many years, I did not have people who checked in with me about those things. So I really hope for the world that we get to a place where we can like take care of each other on these like, like it sounds basic, but it's so fundamental. Like our foundation, our, you know, ability to function, to be these high functioning people that we think we should be and that all we are a lot of the time, but like to like really nurture ourselves and each other. Yes. You know, and that's where we really connect again, coming full circle to the beginning to our humanness. Like that's where we really connect to, you know, to the things that we all need, you know, we all need, I might have different dreams and desires. I might have had, you know, have different opportunities than you. Um, but like, like we need to come back. I feel like we need to, there's like this like call back to basics of like really, really nurturing each other, really, really taking care of each other, really asking each other, like, what do you really need? Reminding each other to breathe, reminding each other to slow down, to take care, to take care of each other. You know, I, that's what I really want to take care of our central nervous systems, to understand what that even means. You know, that's what I really want for us right now. I love that. And it's similar to what I dream of for the world, too, is that I teach a course called Mastering the Brain Game that teaches people that exact same thing. Yeah, so, and I, I want to that be a course. Oh, my God, yes. it's amazing. You know, I want it to be a household verb so that everybody's brain gaming all the time. Yes. Yeah. Because imagine if we had that information, you know, how much more understanding and compassionate we would be with ourselves first and foremost and forgiving because it's like this is our brains it's the way they work and we don't when we don't understand that then we're at war with ourselves and we're we're at war with each other yeah 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 caitlin thank you so much for being on the show it's a pleasure having you Thank you for joining us for this episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired or you think that this can help somebody else land into a sense of self-mastery so that they can understand their own limitless power as well, please share this out, point them in the right direction, and help out another beautiful soul. I will see you next week.